Hey guys, what's going on? My name is Dr. Colin Zhu, and thank you so much for being here with us. This is the Thrive Bites podcast, and welcome to season five. Here we talk about three things, plant-powered living, enhancing emotional resilience, and creating a thriving mindset. And I interview the most passionate guests here, ranging from physicians to coaches to dietitians to entrepreneurs. And my hope is to give you really informative and high-valued conversations. So please follow us here on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, and wherever you hear your podcasts. Come on in, and I can't wait to see you inside. Hey guys, what's going on? It's Colin Zhu again, and uh, thank you for uh, listening and watching Thrive Bites Podcasts. And I'm going to be joined by Dr. Kim and Dr. Amy for episode six. And uh, this is uh, a great, great episode. It's uh, ticks and tips and tricks on the go while being plant-based. Uh, wonderful, wonderful session that I've had with both of them. Um, they're colleagues of mine on plant-based telehealth, and uh, they're both board certified in family medicine and lifestyle medicine. And this is a great episode because it shows you that, you know, um, doctors, uh, you know, can also cook. Doctors need to cook. And, you know, pretty much, you know, holding ourselves accountable to not just our own health, but also showcasing that it's important uh, for our patients as well. So it's a great episode. They demonstrate, um, you know, two to three recipes um, a person. Um, and it's a great, um, you know, playing hot potato per se, um, you know, and doing a lot of uh, camera switching, but it was good. It was good fun. Um, I hope you get a lot of that episode and I can't wait uh, for you to watch. So let me know. Um, in the comments below what you think, all right? And on to an episode. Okay, guys. Well, welcome to another episode of Thrive Bites. I'm your host, Dr. Colin Zhu, and thank you so much for being here with us. You could have been anywhere in the world, and you decided to spend a few moments of out of your day uh, to listen for this great episode, and we greatly appreciate it. So uh, for today, we have a powerhouse um, of a episode. Uh, we're going to be doing a culinary uh, demonstration, food demonstration. Super, super stoked. We're all about the food here, um, especially uh, plant-based uh, love affair. Um, so the two docs, not just one, but two docs uh, that I have um, that's showcasing for us um, on this episode is Dr. Kim uh, Scheuer and uh, Dr. Uh, Amy Zacharias. Um, hopefully I did not butcher that. Uh, she will let me know. Um, but for Dr. Kim, a little bit about her. Uh, she began her career as a traditional uh, family doc. Um, and despite eating healthier uh, than most uh, Americans and thinking she was fit, she actually struggled uh, with uh, weight issues until the age of 47. And, um, you know, she has a family history of uh, cancer risk, and she wanted to kind of steer away from that. And so she took on a lot of uh, individual research and study, looking at the China study, looking at, you know, different, you know, evidence-based uh, uh, research on whole food plant-based and just really understanding, you know, how to treat, uh, prevent, and reverse chronic disease. Um, and uh, she currently resides in uh, Aspen, uh, Colorado, um, and she has her own lifestyle medicine practice, um, and she's there with her partner, uh, Derek, and uh, she is board certified in family and lifestyle medicine. Uh, Dr. Amy um, 
is board certified also in family medicine and lifestyle. And she always knew that she wanted to be a physician. I can't wait to hear about her. Uh, she grew up on a farm in central Illinois and uh, the typical diet included meat in almost every meal. And so she's always had a great interest um, and she's always been uh, super uh, uh, active and she attended Loyola University of Chicago, uh, University uh, Stritch School of Medicine in uh, Maywood, Illinois. And um, uh, she's also enjoyed uh, working for employee health as well. So I can't wait to uh, do a deeper dive um, uh, to the both of them. So without further ado, please welcome Dr. Amy and Dr. Kim. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Um, I'm going to move uh, Amy around so my icon does not block her. Thank you guys so much for being here with us on the show. How's everyone doing? Great. How are you today? <laughs> <laughs> Trying to bring that pep, you know, so. Yeah. Um, but you guys are, you know, you know, such, you know, rays of sunshine and I'm really, really glad that we have crossed paths um, professionally in plant-based telehealth. And, um, you know, we're all about you know, doctors that cook, we cook from and eat and teach and, you know, follow ourselves from a plant-based approach. And we want to do better by serving that into the community, you know, um, you know, holding ourselves accountable and being that role model, you know, um, for our patients as well. And I love highlighting that. So today, um, I think, you know, we got to put our money where our mouth is. In this case, it's food, right? Um, by, by uh, showcasing, you know, our plant-based love affair. So why don't, um, you know, Dr. Kim, why don't you uh, introduce, um, you know, how you, you know, you know, fell in love with plant-based, you know, how you incorporate it into your lifestyle and we'll switch over to Dr. Amy as well. Um, and then we'll start uh, cooking. Sounds great. Well, I um, was a Milky Way vegetarian for most of my life. Didn't like salads, didn't like anything green. And um, when I was younger, had a lot of animal uh, foods and milks and dairies, and I was a cheeseaholic. So when I was 47, my mom had breast cancer at 48, and I thought, how do I prevent getting breast cancer myself? Mm. Found out about the China study, read it, watched Forks Over Knives, talked to a friend of mine who was doing a nutrition class and said, you know, she wanted me to do a three-day food diary. I thought, oh, I'm better than 98% of this country. I'll do fine. Well, she came back and said, you eat like crap. I ate a lot of <laughs> processed foods and cheeses and junk. So she started me on a smoothie a day for a month and it changed my palate. I started craving salads. Uh, I'm very, I got more and more athletic. I lost weight and I'd struggled with weight all of my life until then. Uh, and then I got to the point where I had to eat more to not lose too much, which was amazing. My cholesterol plummeted. My energy went up. I felt lighter and healthier than I had in my 20s. I have bad knees. I've had knee surgeries on both knees and thought I was going to have uh, replacements. And now, no, I won't need it because I'm now on an anti-inflammatory healthy diet and it's great. I love it. <laughs> That's awesome. You know, I can, I can, I can feel the energy, you know, emanating from you. So, and I'm sure that, you know, the plants have, are, are definitely, you know, feeling that. Uh, Dr. Amy, um, please uh, share with us, you know, uh, how you fell in love with plants and why, you know, why that was important to be able to not only, uh, you know, 
uh, take accountability for yourself, but also serve it in the way that, you know, you could have done anything else in medicine, but, you know, why, why, why plant-based? Yeah. So I've always been really interested in nutrition. Uh, growing up, I was very athletic in a lot of activities, uh, basketball and volleyball, um, lots of different sports. Um, and I was the typical girl always trying to keep my weight down um, and trying to be fit. And so uh, I always exercised quite quite a bit and always tried to follow a healthy diet. Um, and then in med school, I realized that the diet I was following wasn't very healthy. Um, as you mentioned, I grew up on a farm. And so we raised uh, we raised cattle and I, I showed uh, cows at 4-H. So at the fair, I would um, parade my cows around and show them and sell them for meat, actually. So um so as you can imagine, it was a very different diet that I had to transition to. But throughout medical school, I started to learn more about nutrition. And it is true, we don't learn a whole lot about nutrition in medical school. But then into residency, um, I just started to try to find better ways to stay healthy um, and to stay lean and to help patients. Um, and it wasn't until I started practicing that I really started to learn more about a plant-based diet. Um, Harvard had a course called Healthy Kitchens, Healthy Lives. And I went to cook out uh, in California at the Culinary Institute. And that was my first um, glimpse, I guess, into the plant-based diet. So um, so uh, after I learned a little bit there, I just started researching more and learned a lot more um, and realized that that was the way to really help my patients become healthier and help, help myself as well. I was kind of like Dr. Kim as I got older. Uh, the more children I had, the harder it was to keep my weight down. Uh, exercise, um, exercising more wasn't the answer. I knew that, and I didn't have time in my day for more of that. And so, um, so yeah, I just I started to learn a lot more and realized that it really was the way to help my patients stay healthy and help myself mm -hmm. as well. So and, that's awesome. Uh, yeah. So I love it. I love yeah. it. Thank you so much for sharing. Um, so we're going to go straight into, uh, cooking. Um, what, one of the things I love about, um, you know, having this platform and meeting a fantabulous people like yourself is being able to, uh, you know, showcase. Um, so what we're going to do is we're going to showcase Dr. Kim's, uh, recipes. Um, I'll, I'll allow her to go first and explain what she has going on. And then we'll switch over to Dr. Amy and then back to Dr. Kim. So we'll start off with Dr. Kim. Um, uh, what do you have cooking for us today? So I told you that, um, I got into green smoothies the first month to actually change my palate. And because I exercise so much, I, I'm going to share with you, um, a smoothie recipe. That's a recovery recipe for when you're exercising a lot. And then I'm going to share some healthy granola bars because there's lots of things out there that you can buy that aren't as healthy as what I'm going to show you now. The first one is from healthy, crazy, cool. The second one is from the Giruti family um, that I saw. And I am terrible in the kitchen. So I am also, I, I like things that are very easy. So my smoothies, and I don't have a lot of time, start with, um, and you'll see the recipe attached, but I do things that Dr. Gregor said. So I batch, not only batch cook, but batch prep everything. And so I have parts of my smoothies, all batch made. Mm. So when I can do it, I just do this like this I did yesterday. I made a couple of these bags, put them together. There's another bag, a couple bags in the fridge and in the freezer. But for the smoothies, there are, I start with lots and lots of greens. And so I love my Vitamix. 
two best things in my thing are my Vitamix and my Instant Pot because I'm a one kind of one pot kind of person. So I stick a lot of my greens in, and in here were also some beets from my garden. And I'm actually going to add something else from my garden this morning. Oops. Mm. So I have some more chard. And this yeah, is the chard or, um, or kale is just strip it off. So I'm just adding some that I had picked today. So I put that in. Um, I have the greens, which really help uh, with so many micronutrients and things like that. Um, I have a lot of magnesium, a lot of good stuff there. I have uh, from my recipe um, some spices like turmeric which is anti-inflammatory with a little pinch of black pepper, um, some flax, ground flax seeds, some hemp seeds. And again, you can put them in bags and then I take my bags and I rewash them so I don't waste them all, but I've just put it all together. So this will be one day I could just put it together real quick. Um, and then all my frozen fruits, I have tons of frozen fruits. So I have tons of berries with, uh, Lots and lots of phytonutrients. I have um, in here some mango with vitamin C and some um, pineapple with bromelain, which helps in recovery. And then a banana. Stick that in there. And then I, you can use regular water or coconut water. I like the coconut water personally, but regular water is fine. So that was a banana. That was frozen berries. Um, pineapple, hemp seeds, some beetroot, which helps with nitric oxide and, and your, your vessels to um, vasodilate so that you can get more blood flow to, for recovery. Flaxseed, uh, greens, anything you have. Cinnamon. Oh, yeah, I forgot the cinnamon that I put in there. Mm. Um, ginger, turmeric was in there. That was in my bag of greens. <clears throat> I just put a thumb-sized thing of turmeric in there. Uh, sorry, of uh, ginger, um, which are anti-inflammatory, and black pepper, etc. Put that on, and later I will get that going. But the next thing I'm going to put together is my healthy granola bars. So I am the queen of efficiency. Found out just recently you can take your Vitamix and you can make it into a food processor. So this is for, and I love this. It's cheaper than buying a whole new food processor. So now I'm going to put together my healthy granola bars. And again, you can batch cook this and have it prepared. So I made some yesterday and I have some for today. I don't eat that many, but I was just showing you how to do this, making sure it works. So this is two cups of oats, rolled oats. Um, then I put in, uh, I have a half a cup of raw nuts and seeds. I have some more um, uh, some more spices like cinnamon again. I have some pumpkin pie spice in this one, which will be good. And flaxseed, I put a little bit of uh, other seeds like pumpkin and sesame, and I put some chia seeds in there. I was just checking. You can mix and match as you want. And then I add... Um, uh, dried fruit. So this is a great thing to do um, when you're out in the middle of nowhere and you need some energy. So one of the things I do is dried dates. 
I, I have a whole bunch of dates cut up and it's in the recipe, but I soak them for about five minutes beforehand just to make them a little bit easier to put in and to blend. And then I'm, again, kind of lazy. So I actually, it's, it calls for plant milk. And I just took uh, two cashews because I love cashew milk. And instead of the water that I would normally make the cashew milk with, I just put cashews and water in my blender to make cashew milk or cashew cream. I just took um, the water from what I used to soak my dates and my dried fruit in. And I used that. And this is a little bit of, of that and vanilla because it needs two tablespoons of, um, of plant milk. But I just did it with the, the water that I used because it'll make it even a little bit sweeter and I won't lose those micronutrients. And then all I have to do is mix this up. Um, and then I'm going to end up putting it into here. I'll press it and I'll show you that later. Uh, bake it for 15 minutes and I'll show you the final thing after Dr. Amy speaks. So these are my ways of making, and you'll see it. I'm going to, mute it because it does get loud. But these are my ways of making some really healthy, fast, um, delicious breakfast or lunch. Um, also, when you're drinking a smoothie, don't drink it fast. Drink it slowly as long as the same as if you would eat it. So over maybe half an hour, that would take me to eat all that. Um, drink it slowly or I use it all day sometimes because I don't drink it all at once if I don't need to. But these are some ways to get some good greens and seeds and lots of phytonutrients in my body. So Dr. Kim, before I switch over to Dr. Amy, um, can you remind us again, what will be, what is the benefits of batch cooking and doing all this meal preparation, you know, ahead of time, you know, because I think as busy professionals um, and, you know, medicine or not me non-medicine, you know, career professionals um, or just busy people, you know, we don't have time. So how have you gained, how have you uh, observed the benefits from batch cooking um, like you have? It's fantastic. So for example, my Instapot, I will make a week's worth of like a mix of red rice, farro, and a bunch of other grains. I like mixing a lot of different things, but making it simple. So putting it in a bowl. So I'll have three grains in the bowl um, or I'll make and the same day in my Instapot, which takes, you know, that's put it in, press a button, walk away, go do some other stuff, come back. I will then clean that one, do another one with my oat groats, um, some millet, some, uh, any, uh, and some other grains. So I have a couple of different grains a day. I have a bunch of different fruits because I put them all in the same thing for somebody who has limited time. That's important for somebody who reaches for stuff. Like I do for junk when I'm hungry, I have this already made. I have it in my fridge. So when I reach, I, first of all, I don't keep junk in my house anymore because I have a food addiction and that's a problem. But when I go to work, when I was working in my office, if I wanted something, I had my smoothie to just take a sip between patients or um, when I'm out exercising, instead of having processed junk, you know, like a Milky Way bar, which is you might used to used to go through a thing, go to thing, I now can pick up my um, power bar. And so it helps with people who have temptations. It helps with people who have time limitations. And you get a variety of delicious things that you can just grab and go. Um, 
and and setting up once a day, once a week makes it so that I can just pull it out of my fridge, put it together within five minutes and be ready. That's what works for me. That's awesome. Well, thank you for sharing that. Hey guys, we're going to be taking a short break, but don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Hey guys, if you are interested in having a consultation with me and actually see me one-on-one, um, the Chef Doc Lifestyle Medicine uh, practice has partnered with Plant-Based Telehealth and uh, we offer uh, lifestyle medicine consultations. So you'll be able to see me one-on-one and uh, I can go over your health history and seeing what we can do to fill in the gaps. Uh, we can talk about your physical health, anything from food to lifestyle to diet to setting up your kitchen to cooking preparation to grocery shopping to your mental health. Um, I think it's important that we build our emotional resilience to talking about your sleep and how to stay hydrated and what are the best uh, medicines if necessary, what are the best supplementations if necessary. And we do all this in a very concise manner and it's a conversation. I take the time out to listen. I take the time out to really understand you from the ground up and to look at all aspects um, of your physical, emotional, and mental health. And um, please, you know, uh, drop me a line, schedule an appointment if you want to see me one-on-one. And um, I am very, very looking forward to learning more about you. And again, thank you so much for visiting uh, here uh, at The Chef Doc. Welcome back to Thrive Bites. Let's get back to the interview. So as you are, you know, cooking in the background, we will switch over to Dr. Amy and, you know, can't wait to see what she has going on. Dr. Amy, what, yeah. what is it that you have going on over there? Look at that. Spread. So yeah, I have a lot of bowls and um, I was actually just going to talk about batch cooking a little bit too. So I'm going to make two bowls for you that are really quick. And the reason they're really quick is because of batch cooking. So um, every Sunday I also make a bunch of grains. Um, and different things. So yesterday I made some potatoes, uh, Japanese sweet potato and sweet potato. So um, often I'll do those in my instant pot too, because they're really fast that way. Um, if my instant pot's busy, I'll throw them in the oven if I'm not cooking anything else too. So that can be helpful. Um, I make quinoa and farro, and then also a large pot of brown rice as well. And I too use my instant pot for those because it's really fast. So, um, and then also usually I'll cut up veggies um, that I can then use for different things as well. So here's some cut up bell peppers that I um, did yesterday and you can use them in a variety of dishes then. So, um, so the first dish I'm going to do is I'm going to do a um, harvest bowl and you guys have seen these before. Um, but this one I like to fill with a bunch of arugula and I have washed my hands. So um, <laughs> arugula for nitrates again. So nitrates um, dilating those vessels. So really important for our um, cardiovascular health. So fill your bowl with greens because low calories and they're really good for you. So first I'll start with the arugula and then I'm gonna take some of that farro that I cooked yesterday. Um, and this you can either add warm or cold, whichever you prefer. Um, I prefer mine cold on the salad, so I would add a quarter to a half cup of arugula there. 
And then that sweet potato that I cooked yesterday as well, I then cut it up and put it in my air fryer and um, browned it just a little bit. So air fried that. That's going to go on there. Amy, can you move the bowl a little bit towards yeah. uh, your right side so it's in the frame? Beautiful. Awesome. So yep. There we go. Um, so there's your sweet potato. And that's one whole sweet potato. Um, the reason I like to put that, it really helps for filling you up. So um, it's a great starch that's very nutritious and will help fill you up. And then so for some added protein, I'm going to add some chickpeas. These are just plain old chickpeas. Um, I used them out of a can. You can make your own in an instant pot also pretty quickly. Um, but for this salad, it's actually just as good, um, simple um, and plain. And again, these are cold. But you could, by all means, roast them um, with some seasonings on them, like um, garlic powder, onion powder, um, smoked paprika, if you wanted to put that on there. Um, so yeah, I think in my recipe, I also put bell pepper on my uh, harvest salad, but I'm not really in the mood for that tonight, and likely this will be my dinner, so I'm going to leave that off. Um, and instead, I'm going to add some color with the... Um, red cabbage so you can see just how you can change things up um depending on what you're in the mood for for the day um as well so i think that's that's what's really important about having stuff prepped already and then um for your healthy fats i've got some walnuts and some pumpkin seeds and i lightly toasted those and just throw those on top and there you have a great salad for dinner I'll eat later. And to go on top, you can do a number of things. I made a lemon tahini dressing, which I really like. Now it is higher in fat because of the tahini. So if you were trying to stay really low fat, um, you could do something as simple as a balsamic vinegar, um, a flavored balsamic vinegar on top of that um, salad would be really good as well. Or even just lemon juice or lime juice. So, um, but this is a simple lemon tahini dressing. I'm not gonna put this on quite yet, but it's just tahini, lemon juice, maple syrup, um, and I think a clove of garlic, and then adding a little bit of hot water and whisking that up. Okay, so that's the harvest bowl. So pretty quick and easy, as you saw. And because I had everything done already, it was even faster, so. My second bowl I'm gonna do is a um, Southwest bowl. Uh, Mexican bowl, Southwest bowl, whatever you want to call it. I too like to combine grains. Um, so this one has brown rice and quinoa in it, but you could do uh, whichever you prefer. If you don't like one or the other, you could leave it out. Um, and so for this one, I'm going to use black beans. And again, I use these from a can, um, but you can also make these fresh in your instant pot, which is also extremely easy. Um, so I'm just going to layer that. So um, black beans there. And... And I roasted some corn. I just used a bag of frozen corn, um, put it in my air fryer on some tinfoil, actually, and then seasoned it with um, smoked paprika, garlic uh, salt, or garlic powder, actually, I should say, and onion powder. And I put that in the air fryer for, um, I think I broiled it in my air fryer, actually, just for a couple minutes till it started to um, brown just lightly. Um, Dr. Then, Amy, um, yeah. a question about the air fryer. Uh, what is it? And um, is it, uh, I guess, more efficient or quote unquote healthier than deep frying? Yeah, so um, definitely healthier. You don't have to use any oil. A lot of um, people will use a spray of oil, but I found that you don't have to use oil at all in your air fryer. Um, I have a combination one, so it can air fry, it can bake, it can broil and do all those things. So it makes life a lot easier. But it's a lot faster, um, and oftentimes I'll take these potatoes that I've pre-cooked and then chop, 
chop them up, chop them into fry sizes and throw those in the air fryer without any oil. And you can have healthy fries. Um, you can do so many different things with an air fryer and it definitely is healthier um, because of the, um, the fact that you don't have to use any oil. So oil is just really high in calories, adds a lot um, to your calorie count for the day, um, 120 calories per I think tablespoon. Um, and so that's a lot. And if you can just get rid of that, uh, that's a lot of calories that you're cutting from your diet um, and not clogging your arteries. So, yeah. Um, right. I added some bell peppers and the bell pepper onion I did um, just saute in my uh, frying pan just till they were lightly softened. And the way I saute is in a dry um, saute pan, frying pan. Um, just with a little bit of water or a little bit of broth. So you don't have to use oil to do that at all. Um, and just keep moving it around so that it doesn't stick and you can put whatever seasonings in it. Um, this one I put some garlic powder and onion powder and, and paprika again. Um, and that's the best way to cook without oil. You can use nonstick pans. Not everybody likes to use nonstick pans. So I just use a little bit of water and, and keep it moving around so that it doesn't stick and it works really well. So. Um, and then to the, the bowl, I'm going to add some, I just made some homemade pico, um, just tomato, onion, cilantro, and some lime juice. You can throw in some um, jalapenos as well if you want, or serranos, if you like it spicy. Uh, my kids do not like it spicy, so not, I didn't put that in there. And then um, stop it off if you want a little color. You can always add some more, some red cabbage to that. There you go. And then, um, of course, on top of that, you can put some salsa if you want, or you can put avocado, um, whichever you wanted to, to that bowl. So that's my salsa. Mm. Yeah. Now, can you uh, can you bring both of those closer to the camera so people sure. can ask? All right. Look yeah. at that. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> now, as one final thing, um, just so I can show you how easy it is to use all these things. It looks like a lot of stuff, but you can easily make multiple meals with all of these things. So the last thing I'm going to do is show you. I have a um, whole grain sprouted tortilla. This is the Ezekiel um, Food for Life brand, which I really like. Um, so a lot of people don't know what to do for their kids for school lunches. And so this is an easy school lunch that you can do. So I just took some of the black beans, put a little lime juice in them, and then chop some cilantro. And you can put onion in there as well if you want. It depends on your, your child. And let's see if you can see me there. Um, it's not very warm anymore. It was warm, but kind of making a mess here. Um, so you're just going to spread that. And you can spread it across the whole tortilla if you want to make a larger um, quesadilla. I'm just going to make half today. So I just spread that on there like that. And then you can put whatever you want on for toppings, depending on what your child likes. Oh, I forgot. Um, for the Southwest Bowl, I did make some uh, chipotle uh, queso that is cashew-based. Um, so you can put that on your Southwest Bowl. Um, and I, the other key is to make a couple sauces ahead of time as well. So. Like I'll have these two sauces in my fridge for the week and, and can use these. Um, so in my quesadilla, I would probably put a little bit of corn also. And my daughter really likes avocados. So she would probably get a little bit of avocado on hers as well. And then um, she's not a fan of tomatoes. So I'll leave that off. And then I would just drizzle some of this cheese. Cashew cheese, no dairy. Put that on there, close it up. And then um, I would... Um, 
put it on my grill pan just for a little bit on, on both sides and then usually wrap it up in some sort of tinfoil um, and stick it in our lunch. So much better than the, the school lunch for sure. That's so, awesome. Thank yeah. you so much. You're welcome. <laughs> Some quick uh, Yeah. So um, what would you say, my question to you before we transition back to Dr. Kim would be other types of, you know, uh, tricks or shortcuts to kind of make a cooking process uh, quicker or more efficient for a busy professional? Uh, one of the most important things I think is the batch cooking, having it ready but the other thing is knowing what to do with those things. So my biggest problem is I have a fridge full of food and I don't have a recipe in mind or don't know what to do with it. So um, my next recommendation is to get yourself a binder and to print off your favorite recipes. So let's say you try a new recipe out of Forks Over Knives or somewhere like that. <clears throat> print that off then. And then um, when you're trying to figure out what you're going to do for dinner that night, you can go into there and, and pick something and you know that everybody liked it because you made it once and everybody likes it. So then I print those off. If I know that somebody likes something, we'll keep it in here. And so I think that's the other biggest thing is to um, know what you're going to do um, mm -hmm. every day. So kind of plan out at least two or three days in advance. Um, mm -hmm. You can also kind of do some of these ahead of time, pack uh, after dinner, pack your lunch for the next day. Um, so that that's already ready for you. Um, that makes it easy. Uh, sometimes I'll make like overnight oats for my kids in the morning so that they can just grab that and go. It's, it's easy. Um, so I think cooking ahead, um, having healthy snacks on hand too, uh, like Dr. Kim said, I like to make little healthy snacks so that they're not wanting some of the other things. Um, mm -hmm. and so, yeah, I think that's probably my big step. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. I love it. I love it. Um, so we'll come back to you, Dr. Amy, and we'll see what, uh, what Kim has going on. Um, so yes, what do you got? You all of about five minutes while she was doing it. I mixed this up. I, and what I do there is I wanted to show you guys, um, what that feels like and looks like when it's ready. So you want it to be kind of smooshy in your hand. So it came out and looked like this, and then I'm going to just put it in here. And whoops, I'll show you what here is in a second. <laughs> Give me one second while I pour it in. I'm messy. That's for sure. Um, okay. So this is what I poured it into. Just a little pan. And I just use my fingers to press this down. This is for the granola bars. And you just put it through and... I made it a little bit um, not so thick this time because I have some yesterday that were very thick. And then after I press it all down to one easy, and I think I'll just do this because I'm lazy. Um, once I do that, I'll put it in the oven for 15 minutes at 350. Give me a second. Um, and it comes, then you let it heat up. Uh, sorry, you let it cool down completely. So I'll take that, put it in the oven. And these are the ones I made yesterday. So they kind of look oh. like this. They were thicker and delicious and mm -hmm. mm, so good. Then awesome. I take my smoothie that I made. I put it into something that I can carry to work if I need it. Um, 
Just pour it out. And I like it thick, so that's good. If you don't like it thick, uh, either don't use as much um, frozen fruit or use more um, more liquid. But I'm going to eat this cookie. <laughs> oh, my God, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's super important that you know we we uh you know cook the stuff that we love. Um so thank you so much um ladies for uh you know uh showcasing those recipes. Um I think it's a very powerful message to you know be able to show people that you know we take the time out um you know we you know just throw it down in the kitchen um and try to you know create these you know meals and it doesn't have to be perfect right um and it's all about the intention and of what goes into the food and the intention of you know the food that you know goes into our bodies right um what would you say uh are the most common like misconceptions that you kind of get you know day in and day out you know doing your work and uh, how have you been able to uh, debunk them? We'll go uh, with Dr. Amy first. Um, I would say that people think it's hard to go to a plant-based diet. Um, and it actually can be remarkably easy. I think one of the biggest thing is, things is you're used to having a meat and a veggie and a potato and uh, this standard meal. Um, and it doesn't have to be like that. It can be really simple. It can be really easy to make a plant-based meal that's healthy. Um, in fact, it's even easier to cook many times because I don't really do a lot of recipes always. And so I can just throw things together and especially when I have things prepped already. So I think one of the biggest myths is it's hard. It's not hard at all. It's really easy. Um, the other thing I think is people think that it doesn't taste good um, and that the only thing we eat is salad. Um, I, I actually probably need to eat more salad because um, I eat a lot of different things. Um, so, yeah, but it tastes fabulous. And your taste buds change for sure. Um, as you eat healthier, that's what you want to eat. In fact, I don't even crave if I go to a party and there's desserts. Like, I, it doesn't even look good to me anymore. Mm -hmm. um, and, but it took a long time to get to that point. I'm mm -hmm. not going to lie. Mm -hmm. Like there was a time where um, I would go and I would, you know, think that those things looked good, but now I don't even uh, crave those things anymore. It's, so, it's amazing what the yeah. body can go through once you start yeah. ingesting them for some time. Like it actually right. takes some time and, you know, for yes. example, if I had like a Coke or like a soda or something like that, it's super sweet. You know, like right. if you've never had yeah. it for years and all of a sudden you did, you know? Right. For sure. So it definitely, your, your tastes change and you do start to really enjoy the flavor of food. Um, you can taste your food so much more when you're not cooking without oil. That's a huge thing. Um, I think oils cover up the flavor of food oftentimes. So, uh, yeah, I would say those are the two biggest things that I, <laughs> Dr. Kim, uh, same question to you. So I agree a hundred percent that it, all I eat is like a bird and eat cardboard. No, the food is delicious and it's varied and lots of people think they can't do it. In fact, when I started this, I thought I couldn't do it, but I realized I'd lived in Sri Lanka for a couple of years and had eaten plant-based while I was there for two years and didn't even realize it. So it's very interesting. I mean, I have Thai and Mexican and Indian and um, American foods and you can make it taste delicious. The other thing that it takes too much time. Well, no, not if you batch cook. And if you hate cooking like I do and I've learned to cook, it's been great. 
but you can always do things like a lot of people in my neighborhood now do the the foods that get delivered to them like purple carrot or something and they get a variety of amazing foods that taste delicious or they come to my house and they'll try some foods that they have no idea is plant-based i just don't mm. tell them and it's delicious. i think that's the best that's the best <laughs> when you can create a meal and just you don't right. let them know yeah and they're like, wow, this is really good. Or when I go out to restaurants, I will always, you know, I went recently with my family and I asked, I had looked at the menu beforehand and, and seen what I could do, but they didn't have the same menu. So I just told the waitress, I said, you know, can you put something together from what you have that's plant-based, no oils? And um, she said, really, I can do that? I said, yes. She goes, I would love that. I love that. This is my favorite thing. I came out with this incredible bowl of food that um, my family is like, what's that? What's yeah. that? I want some of that. <laughs> so it's, it's definitely doable. It's delicious. And the other thing is people think that we're suffering because we're doing this. Well, I'm not suffering. I feel so much better than I used to. I would never give this up because I love my food. Uh, and I'm a pig. I eat a lot. I love my, the way I feel. I love my energy. I'll never go back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, it's incredible because, you know, there's just, I think it's for me, it's about the creativity one and two is just not being exposed to enough of the plant kingdom, um, growing up or, you know, just within their upbringing household or cultures. Um, and I think, um, I had another, uh, guest, um, a chef colleague, um, a couple seasons back, um, and she's a plant-based chef. And, uh, she told me that if you were to eat one plant, you know, ingredient, Every single meal, a new plant, every single meal, 365, right? She says you would not actually repeat the same plant. That's how extensive it is. And I think it's really about, you know, exposure, you know, and just being creative. Um, and I think if you can make it, you know, uh, what I love about cooking is that it incorporates all of our five senses. So if you're able to, you know, bring out those colors, like other people are going to see it. You know what I'm saying? And you don't necessarily need to throw like nutrition facts at them, but they can see it, you know, for themselves. So um, thank you guys, you know, so much um, for, you know, showcasing, putting this on and be able to share this very important message. Um, you know, we all work together um, at Plant-Based Telehealth. Um, I want to, you know, highlight you guys and talk about, you know, what is it that you guys offer, right? How is it different? And, you know, what are, you know, what are you guys looking to achieve by practicing uh, lifestyle medicine and plant-based medicine? Uh, Dr. Amy, we'll go with you first. Yeah, sure. So I see patients at plant-based telehealth um, only uh, for patient care. So I am licensed in multiple states. I'm not going to be able to name them all, but if you go to plant-based telehealth, you can see where I'm licensed. And so the reason I joined that practice though, is so that I could spread the word as much as I could. Um, I was practicing in central Illinois and I wanted to be able to reach more people, um, to spread the word about plant-based eating. Um, what's different from being a family medicine physician is that, uh, patients come to me wanting to eat better, eat healthier as a way to treat their chronic diseases. Um, so it's so exciting to see someone come to you and, and want to change their diet. Um, 
and to try to get off the medication. So we try to use lifestyle as our first line treatment for um, many chronic diseases rather than using prescriptions, um, which typically cause a lot of side effects. So um, I think that's what's most exciting about lifestyle medicine is being able to treat the patient with lifestyle first. And then we use medications if we need to. Um, and you just see people improve so much. Mm. Um, their weight improves, but uh, I think the biggest thing is their energy improves. Their chronic pains go away a lot of times, their aches and pains, and people just feel so much better. Um, and you're doing something good for yourself. So, uh, yeah. Oh, I love that. Thank you so much for sharing. Dr. Kim, what about yourself? Same question. Well, same thing. I, I, for me, it was, it changed my life so dramatically that I wanted to change my patients' lives. And when I started using it with my patients in my traditional family practice, I didn't have the time to spend with my patients, nor was I living the lifestyle I prescribed my patients. And so going to plant-based telehealth, not only do I get to work with in just some of the cream of the crop, best docs I've ever worked with who are so bright. And if I have questions, I can ask them. They can ask me. We help each other. We work together. It's amazing. So I've got the community. I have more time because I can be with my patients for the whole 30 minutes or hour that they're on with us on, um, on telemedicine. They're not 15 minutes with the nurses and getting their vitals and doing all that. We have, we get to see their information beforehand. So I'm ready for my patients. So we spend the whole time concentrating on what lifestyle medicine can do and how to do it to help them, you know, prevent or reverse or chronic diseases, get off medicines. I love seeing um, how it branches out. So if somebody comes to me for blood pressure, but then they find out that their eyes got better and they don't have to have the injections they used to have with their eye doctors anymore, or their husband or their wife or their children are st or their mother has started doing this and are feeling better and getting off medicines. It's amazing. It's helping me feel great my patients feel great, the world be healthier. Um, and so it's just a great opportunity and I'm thankful for it, grateful for it every day. That's awesome. Yeah, we, um, you know, we're definitely a, a, a large team. Uh, so a small, small, small team growing in size. So, um, and, uh, you know, I think our collective mission is really doing good by the patient and doing good by the community. And, uh, what I love about this group and, you know, all you guys is the same. I echo the both of you and, um, you know, just, uh, living that life of, uh, accountability and knowing that, you know, you're putting not just good food in your body, but you are also treating ourselves well, we treating each other well. And it's the same thing we want to emanate that for our patients in our community. And we need more of that. You know, we need, you know, just more love, you know, all, all way around. So guys, um, thank you so much for um, spending time out uh, again. Um, I know you guys lead, um, you know, busy lives, um, you know, just doing all the good things that you do. Um, any last words for our um, audience members um, that are just curious, still in transition, um, not really sure anything that you can offer for them? Uh, Dr. Amy, you go first. Oh, gosh. Um, I think just take the first step today um, and imagine where you'll be a year from now. You know, um, one small change every day can get you there. Some people do best doing changing overnight so that they notice benefits more quickly. But um, 
I think just trying, you know, start with your favorite recipes, your favorite um, animal-based recipes and make them plant-based and start that way. Um, Start small. And yeah. (laughs) Awesome. I love it. Dr. Kim. And if you need help, come to one of us at Plants-Based Telehealth. We have, you can come to our website. We have people who can see patients in all 50 states, DC, overseas. We have multiple languages. We have American Sign Language in plant-based telehealth. Cantonese, I think is correct. Mm -hmm. Uh, Spanish, French, multiple languages. So come visit. Well, I love it. Um, we'll definitely, uh, you know, provide links in the show notes once the once this um, airs. So, thank you again uh, to you, lovely ladies, and uh, you know, always a blessing to uh, be in the same space. Um, and uh, yeah, we gotta, you know, find a way to meet each other soon, right? Wouldn't yeah, that wouldn't that right. be great? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for having us, for sure. Thank you so much. I love what you do, Colin. Oh, thank you so much to you know for that and to the both of you guys. Um, thank you so much for watching another episode of Thrive Bites. If you like this, please like, uh, subscribe, and comment. And if you feel like this was a benefit for someone else, please let them know as well. Until the next time, please say goodbye to Dr. Kim and Dr. Amy. <laughs> thank you. Bye. Bye. Thanks, guys. Hey, guys, thank you so much for watching that episode. We hope that you enjoyed it. If you like this, please like, follow, and subscribe. And please follow us for the latest updates for this season, season five. And if you feel that this was a benefit for someone else, please let them know. And please follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, and YouTube. And thank you so much again. And we will see you on the next one.